We want to thank you for joining us on the Heights Baptist podcast. It's here on this podcast you can listen to sermons and episodes where we discuss practical ways to grow in your faith as a believer in Jesus Christ. At Heights, it's our mission to love and to lead all people uh, to a new life with Christ. You can find out more about our church at heightschurch.org. Uh, we want to welcome you this today to episode nine. Uh, in this episode, we're going to discuss, is it okay to have doubts? Is it okay to have questions in your faith and at times doubt things about your faith? So what happens when the questions you've always pushed down in your life come to the surface? Is that okay and what do you do? Uh, so my name is Lee. I'm the lead pastor here at Heights. I'm joined as always by my esteemed colleague, co-host, uh, one of the best worship pastors you're ever going to hear, Pastor Matt Hogan. So it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's, it's been, been a, a long time. It has been a it's been a minute, as they say nowadays, yeah. <laughs> since we have filmed one of these. We had our little uh, a Christmas break and COVID break as well, yeah. um, going through the health issues I went through, and uh, so it's it's been a while. Uh, felt like a long time between episode eight and nine. So we're hoping to get back in a good rhythm, and so we're going to break this up into two parts. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to deal more with you know, is it okay to have doubts? Where do we find doubts in the Bible? Uh, and then next week, look at more, what do we practically do with our doubts? Right. You know, and so we'll get into more kind of resources, a little deeper uh, conversation on that. And um, so welcome back. Did you have a good Christmas? I had a great Christmas. Yeah. Little, I mean, it little. was quiet. It was it was low stress because <laughs> everybody was on quarantine, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was a good Christmas. A little different Christmas for us all, yeah, you know. Very and, much and so. so. We didn't travel or see my folks this Christmas, so a uh, little different. Uh, but it was it was good, and like I said, it's good to be good to be back. Good to be doing this again. Uh, good to interact with folks through this way. So let's let's talk about doubts a little bit. Um, you know, doubts in our faith, questions of our faith. Um, why, why do people have doubts? Kind of what, what do you think causes doubts? You know, like I said earlier, sometimes we push a lot of things down, but then it comes back up. <laughs> so, well, I mean, the, the first most obvious thing is that we worship a guy who lived 2000 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Colossians tells us that he is the image of the invisible God. We worship an invisible God, Okay. you know? And so there's a certain amount of, of faith that we have to have because we worship a God. You know, John says uh, we worship in uh, God is spirit and we worship in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. But that means we worship a God that we can't see, mm. you know? So there's right. always going to be some element of faith that's involved um, in our relationship with God and with Christ because we're worshiping someone who is ruling and reigning from heaven, mm -hmm. but, but that we can't see with our own eyes. Yeah, good. Yeah, and I thought um, a lot of times questions in faith or doubts in faith will come up during trauma. Yes. You know, uh, somebody has a traumatic experience, a mm -hmm. sudden death, maybe loss of a child, loss of a job, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, just some type of traumatic experience will sometimes, you know, bring up questions on, you know, the problem of good and evil. Mm -hmm. You know, if God's good, why do he do this? Why do he allow this? Um, you know, uh, uh, being a dad of a special needs parent, or mm -hmm. excuse me, being a dad of a special needs child, uh, we, we see that a lot. We, we get those questions a lot within our community. Had to wrestle with some of those questions myself. Mm -hmm. um, so I think trauma 
is a is another one that's a big one yeah that, uh, you know brings up a lot of doubt and questions what else do you think maybe was... one of the things that i was thinking about is as the culture around around us continues to change mm -hmm. and as uh, the culture that we're living in becomes more hostile to some of the values that we have, right. especially when it comes to maybe things that as Christians we believe about marriage or that we might believe about um, God creating people male and female. You mm -hmm. know, Some of those more traditional values that we hold as those values are seen more and more in the culture as hateful and bigoted. Right. It can cause us to sort of question, wait a minute, if, if the world around me, if Twitter is saying that this is, that what I believe is wrong, is there something wrong with mm. my faith and what I believe? Yeah, yeah. So kind of being more challenged in yeah. our faith, you know, yeah. getting those questions, how can you believe? And like you said, this God you can't see or, um, you know, and I think that's a, that's a good point because I've noticed as I share my faith out publicly or I get a chance to have gospel conversations, invite people to church, the different reactions I'm starting to get a little more now. And so, for instance, I was in a local um, business here in town just yesterday and, you know, I'm dealing with the, the worker and um, he's, I'm, I'm trying not to give away the place, <laughs> but he's servicing what I need. And he, and he asked, he's like, hey, what do you do? you know, for, for a job. And I mean, that's a loaded question for yes. you and I, I yeah. mean, it really is. And so I'm always like, huh, okay. But I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm... Sometimes I tell them I'm a musician. Right. There you go. <laughs> but then they don't think I'm going to be able to pay the bill. Right. <laughs> or I could say I help people, yeah. <laughs> you know, but which will lead to other questions. <laughs> but you know, I, I said, Hey, you know, I'm a pastor, pastor Heights Baptist church. And it was a young guy. I mean, and he was respectful in his response probably mid twenties, but he just looked at me and he said, I have no use for church. You know what I thought? I mean, it kind of took me back a little bit. Now he was, he was very respectful. Yeah. Like he wasn't mean toward me or hostile toward me. And, you know, he called me sir, even before that or after that. And, and, you know, just kind of, I was like, huh? You know, and I, and I asked him, I said, well, why, why don't you have any use for church? And, you know, he was just like, yeah, I just, I don't have use for the people there. They don't always do what they're supposed to do. And, you know, I told him, I said, well, man, exactly right. Like church is messy and there are people at church that are filled, you know, that don't always do what we're supposed to do. And I'm one of those, you yeah. know, and I said, but it's Jesus that forgives us of our sin and gives us hope. And you know, so I, I was able to bridge it to an invite and he respectfully received the invite and stuff. But I mean, I think that is something that sometimes can cause us doubt yeah. is when we get those even respectful conversations of like, well, why do you believe that? Or what about this? You know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. When another thing that I think can cause doubts or cause a bit of a crisis of, uh, of faith for people is, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of tricky passages in the Bible, right? You know, there, there are some, there, there, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that's kind of really obvious and reads very plainly and makes a whole lot of sense. And then there are spots where you're like, what? <laughs> uh, you know, one of the ones that I thought of was, uh, we're spending a lot of time in the Psalms right now yeah. um, in church. And one of the ones I thought of was Psalm 137, mm -hmm. um, which is that, that uh, the, the, the Psalm where he says, you know, by the, by the waters of Babylon, we hung up our, you know, it's God's people pouring out this lament about being slaves in, right. in a foreign land. Yeah. But then the very last line of that um, Psalm is like, I pray that all of these people's kids are going to have their heads bashed in with rocks. Right, right. You know, yep. and if you haven't 
had the opportunity to study that a little bit and be like, okay, how does this work? And this is poetry. Mm-hmm. This is this is strong emotional feelings that are being invoked, and and put that phrase in its proper context. Right. Like if you just if you're just going along Bible in a year <laughs> and you run into you yeah. know I want to bash kids' heads in, you're right. like, what is it that I believe? Because this doesn't yeah. look anything like the Sunday school thing that I that right. I encountered as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say this somewhat jokingly, but people are like, you know, one of the ways I read the Bible is I just ask the Lord for what he wants me to read that day. I open up, I put my finger there. Like, you don't want to do that with Psalm 137. No, no. <laughs> like, you want to read some better context. That's a whole nother podcast. But but I, I do, I think, yeah, there's, and I've ran into that sometimes in the Old Testament or in the Psalms where it's like, Lord, I'm I'm praying for my enemy's destruction. And then we run to the New Testament. Jesus is like, love, love your, your enemies. enemies. Yeah. Like, well, wait a minute. Like, how, do we, how do I reconcile these things? How do I reconcile things? these things? So yeah. I think, yeah, that's a good point on, on some of the things we can have doubts on in the Bible, like, you know, reality of hell, kind of the problem of good and evil, like we said. You know, how do we justify sometimes these passages or reconcile them together? Um you know, the book of Ezekiel for me, I have no idea what's going on in the book of Ezekiel, but I took a whole class on the book of Ezekiel, <laughs> man, we got to have another talk there because those, <laughs> those chariots and fires and all. Yeah. Uh, but like even the, is the Bible real? Right. Like, and that, can you trust it? And can you trust it? Yeah. You know I mean? So I think there's, there's, there's all those doubts that sometimes can come up, mm-hmm. you know, within us. So, um, so if we have them and, is that okay? Like, is it okay to have doubts and questions? Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely believe that um, it's okay to have doubts mm-hmm. and questions. One of the reasons that I believe that is because um, the name that God chose for his people is Israel. Right. In, in the Old Testament. If you look yeah. at the Old Testament and the, the name Israel means wrestles with God, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's from yeah. the, from the book of Genesis when, when Jacob, uh, it spends all night long wrestling with, um, this, this, this heavenly, this angelic figure. Right. Um, and then, and then at the end of the, at the end of the night, um, God says, your name is no longer Jacob. And Jacob means like deceiver, deceiver yeah. trickster, right. con artist. Yeah. He says, your name is now Israel yeah. because you are going to wrestle with God. Right. And part of, I believe, the Christian experience is wrestling with who God is and what God has done and, and, and working out. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the New Testament talks about work out your salvation with fear and trembling, right. figuring out how this works. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it is. It's part of the natural Christian progression. Yeah. You're asking questions. You're inquisitive. You're having to deal with topics that are tough. I mean, you just think about human life. We're inquisitive people, right? You know, and so I think in our faith, um, it, it, we should have environments where it's okay to say, I've got this question Mm -hmm. or I'm struggling to reconcile this, Mm -hmm. you know, now I do think there are things in the Bible that sometimes we're just going to have to let the tension stay, let the tension remain, let the tension remain and know that God's God. Uh, But that doesn't mean that we can't wrestle with it and, you know, ask those questions and seek those answers. Um, Because it's, I don't think it it doesn't, as far as the Christian growth maturity process, it doesn't do any good to push them down and leave them unasked. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, because we, we've kind of, 
in the American church, we've given the mentality of questions are bad or, you know, just come in, smile, sit, listen, like ask, (laughs) you know, know, wrestle. It's okay. So, well, like, and I think for me, one of the things that, that I think is hard is that we were a people, you know, scripture tells us everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Right. You know, um, uh, if you, um, if you, uh, confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yeah. Well, if I'm wrestling with, is the Bible true? What is what the Bible tells me about this guy named Jesus that happened 2000 years ago? Did it really happen? Yeah. If I'm struggling with some of those things, does that mean I'm not saved? Mm -hmm. Like, Like that to me, that's the, that's the hard part, especially about sort of American Christianity, where right. we sort of we're we're trusting on our having placed our faith in Jesus. If we have doubts about what God's word says, or if yeah. we have doubts about our faith, does that undo our does that undo our faith in Christ? That's right. the th- what I think is hard about it. What yeah. Do, what do you think? Well, no, I mean, I would think let's let's think about some Bible characters that had doubts <laughs> and questions. You know, mm-hmm. um, Peter. I mean, you know, like. Pete's one of the ones. I mean, he went from denying, well, following Jesus, denying Jesus, back to following Jesus, obviously. And I love the story in John 21. Uh, Jesus has had several post-resurrection appearances, but it's been a little span. And then Peter, you know, gets the guys and he's like, I'm going fishing. And when he says that, it's not, hey, it's Saturday. It's nice. Let's go fishing. It's like, no, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm going fishing. I'm going back to my profession. Mm-hmm. And that's where Jesus meets him on the beach, you know, restores him, right. uh, puts him back into ministry. But I mean, I think Peter's an example of one who struggled at times. Even after seeing death. Jesus right. raised from the dead, he still thought, okay, this, this Christianity thing didn't pan out. Right. I'm going back to I'm my I'm going old, back because I hadn't seen life. him. I hadn't seen him in a couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Where's he been? You know, mm-hmm. I've, yeah, even after seeing him a couple of times. So I think Peter's an example. What, what would be another one you think? <sighs> I mean, Job right. certainly questions yeah. whether or not God is good. I mean, that's what the whole book of Job is about. Right. Obviously, if you read the Psalms, um, yeah. David's one of the authors of the Psalms and he's yeah really exploring throughout the book of the Psalms, like, you know, is God really good? And usually if you read kind of the Psalms, like as a whole, as a unit, usually it starts with questions and then ends with an answer. Yes, he is. And here's why, but you still have that process of, and I, so I think that's an, okay, that's a good, that's a good, um, model for us to say, it's okay to ask questions about who is God really good, Yeah, you know, and it's okay to, to question that and, and be challenged by that at times. Yeah. And, and David did it more than once. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of times. That's like a lot of times, like every other Psalm. <laughs> you know, it's like, love you, Lord. Where'd you go? Why aren't you good? You're good. You know I mean? Like that's a, a recurring pattern in David's life. And yet God says, this is a guy who's after my own heart. That's right. You know? And so um, I think of another story in Mark chapter nine, uh, you have a, a dad who has a son who's demon possessed. The disciples are trying to cast out the demon. Uh, they can't. Jesus comes along, casts out the demon, and the you know the dad professes. He says, "Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief." You mm-hmm. know, and so I think there are parts of all of us, like we said, it's the growing process within yeah. us to to ask these questions. It's okay to ask the questions. 
It's okay to seek out those answers. Um, so let's let's talk just briefly today because we're going to spend the whole next episode kind of really unpacking this. But what do we do when we doubt? You know, what do what, what's kind of some of the first things we we ought to do? And, and what do you what do you think? Um, cast all your anxieties upon the Lord because He cares for you. Uh, draw near to God, mm-hmm. and He will draw near to you. Yeah. So this Good. might feel kind of counterintuitive. Yeah. But if you've got questions about, if you're asking yourself, God, are you really out there? Are you really listening? Are you really good? Then the first thing that you do is you get on your knees and pray. Right. And pray that the Lord is going to use the Holy Spirit that is within you yeah. to bring his word to life and help you understand. Yeah. You know, so that's, so when you're, if you're feeling, if you're feeling far away from the Lord, man, it's time to yeah. it, it, draw near. Right. Yeah. James 4.10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he'll lift you up, uh-huh. you know, and and so, and I think that is to, it's, it's not to run, it's to run to the one who you're thinking about running away from, mm-hmm. you know. So like you said, it, it feels a little counterintuitive, which that's Christianity, yeah. you know, in order to win, you got to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first shall be last, the last, right. be, yeah. In order to be saved, you have to admit that you're lost, you know, and, and so the same thing when, when we have those doubts, it's okay to bring them to God and say, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's my doubts. Here's my questions. I'm I'm, I'm leaning into you. I'm pressing into you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to humble myself here and, and admit I don't know it all, you know, and I, I still need help. So quickly, what's another one or two things we can, we can do? And we'll flesh it out more next week. Don't suffer in silence. Mm-hmm. Get, get with somebody. Yeah. You know, church needs to be a safe place for people to have questions. Right. You know, for all of us to have questions, yeah. especially if pastors have questions. Right. Like we need, we all need a person that we can run to that can, I can say, man, I cannot make head or tail out of this. Yeah. I'm really struggling with, you know, th- what God is doing in my life right now. Yeah. I don't know why God is doing that, you know? Um, and so, you know, don't, bef- before you run to the internet and there's a place for that, right? Like th- do some research. I mean, yeah. some of the, especially when it comes to like Bible stuff that you're having a hard time understanding, like, like do some research and spend some time and study and, and you will find answers to some of your questions. But before you're out there asking, you know, the internet for help with your questions, right. find a pastor yeah. or a life group leader yeah. or an equip group leader yeah. or somebody that you know that loves Jesus and right. say, hey, I'm really struggling with X, Y, Z, you know, and walk through that with somebody. Yeah, good. And I would say, I mean, we're going to do more resources next week and kind of how to really go through this. But I would say, like you said, ask your question. You're not the only one with one. <laughs> you, know? you know, I mean, you're, you're not the only one in a church that has questions or doubts or struggling in your faith. Ask it, uh, be humble enough to do that and be eager to seek the answers. You know, don't just walk away, Um, seek it, work on it. You know, like you've brought up, which I thought was dead on, that's part of working out your salvation because that's strengthening your faith. You know, it's not weakening your faith. It's actually strengthening your faith. And so that's what, you know, I tell people that all the time. You want to you grow as a Christian, share your faith. Yeah. Because you're going to run against people that are going to ask you hard questions at times that are going to make you think like the gentleman I got. Well, I have no use for church. Well, what am I going to do with that now? <laughs> you know, you said not... something a couple of weeks back, I think, like faith is a muscle. Right. Like, and so as we, as we encounter trials, as we encounter hardships, and as we struggle with questions and doubts, yeah. as we walk through that process, 
with our Bibles, with pastors or other believers in our yeah. life, spending time in prayer, drawing near to the Lord. Like right. that's our faith becomes stronger as we walk through that process. As we're in that process isn't easy. Mm-mm. And it's it's sometimes going to be a little, I'm going to use the term painful, mm-hmm. but it, it can be hard. So as I'm building my muscles physically and I have to pick the weight up, that's difficult yeah. at times. You know, I'm literally tearing away old muscle and rebuilding new muscle. And spiritually, when we're wrestling with these doubts and we're asking these questions, that's what we're doing. We're, we're kind of tearing back some things, maybe preconceived notions we have, mm-hmm. and we're, we're building up now into the truth of the Word of God if we're going there the right way, you know, so that's the, that's the weight, I guess, <laughs> that we're picking up, so, yeah. well, good. No, I, I appreciate it. I'm excited about next episode because I think this is just such a topic that people uh, really need to kind of think through, and, and next week we'll, we'll kind of go through some more resources. Like you mentioned, the internet. We just don't want to hop on and Google our question. I mean, right. we need to look at what sites are good and, and maybe some different books and things. So we're going to do some um, uh, kind of resources next week. But good. Good to be back. Great to be we're back. Gonna, we're going to keep this train rolling. So I want to thank you this week for joining us on our Heights Baptist podcast. We would like to invite you uh, in person if you're in our area on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. Uh, for our in-person worship services, or you can watch us live on our Heights Facebook page, Heights YouTube page, or watch anytime uh, those worship services as well. Uh, Also, if you're watching on YouTube, go on and click that subscribe button, and that'll keep you, uh, you know, moving with all of our current content or on your favorite podcast app, click subscribe. That way you won't miss an episode like this one uh, coming up in the future. So next week, we're going to talk about how to deal with your doubts and give you some resources on how to continue to grow in your faith. And so until next time, thanks for joining us and God bless.